Welcome to Whiskey Fit, where we believe every bottle of whiskey has a story to tell. Three guys, one bottle, endless bonding. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Evan, and JJ. Welcome back to Whiskey Fit. Man, do we have an episode for you, the two co-hosts. For us. This is going to be entertaining. That I typically have to put up with are so excited that some would say that they are a 13-year-old first watching their first rated R movie. But Mm. before that... Oh, amen. That was well said, sir. We do have a small special guest that wanted to say hello. We have one of the five Adam children. Emphasis on small. Ty, do you want to say hello to everybody? Yeah. As he stuffs his face. Don't grab the mic. Don't grab the mic. Just talk. talk. Hello? Ty is here. He wanted to say hello and make sure that everybody knew that he was here listening. Uh, We are in the Adam residence. But Ryan has brought the whiskey to the table, and as I said, he is super excited, and I will let him explain why he's super excited. But I will leave the audience with this for right now. Today is going to test the testicular fortitude of the three hosts. (laughs) Yes, it already has, I think. This is like we can we can pull back the curtain a little bit. This is recording number three, by the way. It is. It is. It is. So, Ryan, what have we got? You you got to bring your excitement to the microphone. Sure, sure, sure. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is all inside for me right now. Uh, (laughs) What we have today is something. Well, let me let me back up actually before I get to there. Good lord, man! So here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking, dude. He's so excited about this one. So this is what I'm I'm thinking. So, as we navigate our way through these episodes, we started all of these by talking about how we're going to bring special bottles and things that have meaning and this and that. Well, now that we're 30 plus deep or whatever episodes into this thing. Are we that far? Are we that far? No. We're not that far? Like Where are we at? 14. 14 or 15, I think. In that range. That's it? Man. Well, when do you guys, you guys are slacking. Anyway. So as we get because you drink five days a week, as we get deeper into these episodes, what I've noticed is that um, you know we're not going to obviously be able to do this for the next year or two, continue it, and always have these special episodes of things that are meaningful to us and this and that. So here's what I've decided, and this was based off of when we started talking about our Glenn Fetich episodes: is regions. I'm going to do my whiskeys, especially bourbons. Go ahead, pause. I want to like. I want to point out, and, and nobody can see this, but how much did that motherfucker pour for himself? He poured a hell of a glass. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to put some of that in mind. <laughs> like he filled it's, his. It's a narrow. His quote unquote Glen. It is narrow. It's a narrow, it is narrow glass, but still, it is narrow. I will agree that the inner chamber of that glass is narrower than the exterior the chamber. The road is narrow. I can't back up. The road what do you is want me narrow. To do? One of the best ESPN commercials ever. Anyway, so uh, I think oh what God. I'm going to start doing with some of my episodes in my bottles that I bring is oh man, a lot of my me we're going to do uh, we're going to do some regions where we start talking about different regions cuz you know, I have a mixture of regions in, in my collection. So anyway, this one comes from the Colorado region of the United States of America. This is Colorado Bourbon Whiskey. This is HR291. That's the company name, HR291. They have a, a handful of bourbons that they make. This one in particular uh, is their, is one of their small batches, and this is their barrel strength or their foolproof. This particular bottle, because they change by year, 
<laughs> they change by year. This is batch number 24 we're drinking from. This is bottle number 512 of 882. I've already, is, got, I've already got this thing nailed down. Which is pretty cool, right? So this bottle that we have here. A seven, it's a fancy looking A MF 750 bottle. bottle. Yeah, it's, well, naturally. Non-screw non off top. It has a, a cork. A cork. Oh, a cork. God. So that tells does it have a glugger? It does not have a glugger. <laughs> there is no glugger. Uh, there's only 882 <laughs> bottles. Look up what the is the bottle in English? There, it is in English. Yes. It is in English. But uh, there's only 882 bottles like this one. We have bottle number 512. This one in particular, which makes me so excited and brings a real smile to my face. This one comes in at 126.8 proof What's right really going to hurt Ryan is I've actually already drank this twice. Uh, tonight? Yeah, just in, oh, front, oh, in, okay. in front of your face. Oh, that's okay. Did. That's okay. Um, well, hold on. Before you even dive you any further... I'm slightly impressed by that. Like, hey, normally, like with the Glenn Fittich, here's, man, you react. Here's the difference with this one. At 80 proof. Here's the difference with this one before he says anything, because I think he's actually going to have a favorable response to this one. Here's the difference on this one. This is a high rye one. So, actually, this company that made this, this was a mistake. It's actually double rye. So, they made a batch, and they put double rye into the mash, and they effed up, right? They effed up. But then they let it do its thing, and then when it came out, they actually liked it. So they've been rolling with this mash bill. Go ahead, Evan. So it's it's unbelievably sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I like that catch. So in the, which is yeah. not like it's that is not up my alley. My alley is is more dry and bitter. But <clears throat> what it's got? Look, it's 126 proof. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know what the hell that means, it means it's strong as hell. It means that you're going to get some burn. Honestly, what you get from this um, is um, those, man, what were they called? You go to the movie theater and you get these box candies that are like hot tamales. Hot tamales. So you get a hot yeah, tamale. Alyssa loves those with popcorn. This is really if good. You th if you throw a hot tamale in your mouth, you still get the sweet, but you get a really like... Cinnamon. But it's almost a spicy, like you almost get a spicy cinnamon. Yeah. For me, that's essentially what it is. Look, it's flavorful. It's sweet. Like you definitely, it's not like the Balcones was, right. or the Balcones, whatever, whenever we recorded that. Yeah. Like that was just a right cross to the face and just burn all the way down. This is more or less, you get like a spicy cinnamon to it. Uh, now you get a- I get that. I don't, I don't, like, I don't, I don't get, get the cinnamon. I don't get cinnamon. And like I'm right. just, I was talking about the tomatoes. Yeah. Like, I, get the, I get the spicy cinnamon and then, but there's sweetness to it. It's way more tolerable than the Balcones, which I think was also 126 or maybe 124 or something like that. That was the brimstone. It was in that area. Um, yeah. It's way more tolerable. I haven't put it on ice. Super curious when you throw it on ice because this is one that, I mean, not to steal the end of the thunder, but this is definitely one like, hey, it's 20 degrees outside and we're going to sit around a fire. Sure. I'm not putting this on ice. Like I'm literally just going to sip this by itself and it will warm you up. So that's my thoughts it, on it. It's – um the Interesting how you said that because it's my brother in law bought me this. He was in Colorado. Uh, he's in the Air Force and he was up there for pilot school. And so he had to, in the last two years, he's had to go to a bunch of different places for pilot school, right? Not for pilot of airplanes, but for pilot of drones. And um, so every time he goes somewhere, he, he'll go to liquor stores and try to find things. Like I gave him a list of some things that are hard to find. And so he'll go. And then he'll just FaceTime me and be like, hey, they have this and they have this and they have this. You want this? Anyway, so this is one of the ones that he got me. Um, so he bought me one of those. And then friggin' funny story is that uh, Brett, 
one of the coaches that's at our gym that coaches with us at the gym, his dad is not a member of our gym, but his dad will come to the gym and do qualifiers and different works out into the gyms, whatever. So I let him come into the gym and um, obviously Brett has told him that I enjoy my whiskey. So one day as a thank you, he brought a bottle of one of these. So actually, the funny thing is, is that I have two of these. <laughs> I have two of these here, one from Brett's dad and then one from my brother-in-law, Parker. Both of them uh, brought it in to me. But where I was going with that whole deal is that typically on high-proof whiskeys, right, like the brimstone, the, the um, Balcones brimstone, that that spicy cinnamon will hit my lips. As soon as I get it on my lips, I can feel it. My lips feel like they're chapped and I get it all the way down. I actually don't get this. I don't get any cinnamon in there, but I get vanilla and apples that are like sauteed in some type of a hot sauce or something. I don't know what, but in a good way, which is really weird. Like a Cholula, like, a, like you saute some apples and then throw some t- Something tabac- like not that. Tabasco, like, not that chemical like hot. Because I don't get any, I don't get any lip burn or anything. So, Damn it, it's sweet and hot. Yeah. So to me, like, and this is not going to be the best. Well, I'll, I'll roll with it and see how it works out as I speak. Um, like nosing this one, smelling this one, like, all floral, all flowery, all sweet. I can be down with that. So I mean, it's it's like there's just this. Maybe it's even vanilla a little bit in that in that floral note or whatever it is that I'm picking up. And when I drink it, and it's it's lightened up on the burn. The first sip, holy hell! It was and it wasn't. Um, it was it was hot down, but it wasn't this typical like. Jesus, I need to drink some water yeah. or cut this. Right. It's one of those. Um, this is by far the highest proof whiskey I've ever had. And it may be ever, but it's by far the the highest proof that I've actually enjoyed. Um, and and that it, like it's almost the apples I get, and it's got flavors and things like that through it. Like normally, like the high proof, even the horse soldier high proof one. Sure. Um, that one's rough on me a little bit because it's a lot of alcohol. I don't even, I don't, it doesn't, dry, this one doesn't uh, dry me out. It's funny that y'all keep going down the apple. It's completely like the opposite of what's the mash or what's the flavor profile of it. It's like the flavor. I'm looking at the flavor profile of it now. That's somebody's tasting opinion though. No, I think this is from like their website. Is it the fruits in it or apricots and peaches? Sweet the toffee, um, earthy coffee. tones are leather, cedar, and oak. Mm. Spices are cinnamon and pepper, and then the nuts are the pecans. So, like y'all keep, and I'm not saying that you're wrong, but y'all keep right. bringing up apples, apricots, and, and, and apples though. They're similar. I mean, I, I guess I everything on that I just read was sweet, and anytime y'all say apples. It may be because I think of Granny Smith apples first and not red apples, yeah, is I think sour. There's definitely a difference there. So, like, there's definitely a difference. So, think sauteed apples, apple pie type thing. That could, and I, that, I mean, that makes sense. This is not near as rough as I think Ryan wanted it to be. No. Uh, at least for me. Well, just like, the, for still, you. <laughs> I knew it was good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still, it's tasty. This is not one that you're going to get in trouble with. Well, excuse me, you're going to get in trouble because it's going to take about a glass and a half yeah, and, and you're, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. But like, at the same time, I've said before with Jameson's or with Irish whiskeys right. or lower, like you can get in trouble because you could drink three yeah. quarters of a bottle and not realize you're not going to do that with this. You're going to drink like maybe two glasses of this. And then you're going to, if you're not drunk, 
you're going to want to switch to something else mm-hmm. yeah. that's we, lighter. We've had this conversation before. Like there's, there are time, <laughs> there are time appropriate whiskeys, right? Like when do you, when would you drink this whiskey or this and that? Yeah. And this is one of those ones where it's that, man, I just had a long day and I just, I need a sip. I need to burn this off. I need to relax a little bit. I need something to punch me in the damn throat. This is the one that I that I go to because the difference is, and we've had this conversation on here where, with my brother in law, same brother in law Parker, when I had brought that the bottle of Dovetail, their barrel proof, yeah. which is like one twenty two or one twenty three, and that one I had, and and I was excited to open it with him. We sat on our fireplace, no fire going, but we sat on our fireplace and opened it. And I remember we had it that night. And I thought when I drank my first drink of that, that I was going to catch my carpet on fire. It was so freaking hot. This is not it at all. But it's the double rye that's in there that makes it that way. It's the double rye in the mash it's that thick. makes it sweet It's this is, and this hot. Is, this is thick. Yeah. But like when we drank that Balcones, it wasn't thick. And I know you were – I know, remember JJ I was, was almost place. about to – All place, I see on that is where he just explained it right off there, the whole leather portion of everything. Yeah. Like, like that looks like liquid leather. Yeah, I is, agree with that. It looks like, like it's, yeah. Don't get me wrong. This is quite tasty. It, I mean, it is. Uh, I have. I just put it on ice. I have not tasted it on ice yet, so I'm interested to see I how that works. That. But it's uh, like this is one. I mean, I've already said it. I don't want to be repetitive. Like you sit outside, it's cold, and and Ryan, I think. Um, who was it? Jason Tracer came on and he said, "This is something that you want to knock the edge off of the day." And Ryan alluded to it when you like get home from a hard day. I can completely see this end of the week. It's a Friday. You want to just knock the edge off. You don't want to drink a bunch. Uh, you don't want your stomach to feel bloated, but you still want that kind of that buzz, that that uh, tipsy feeling. Like you pour this, you pour two fingers of this uh, in a glass. I think that's that's what you're going to get from it. So for me, I, like I agree with like that, but even taking that that knock the edge off. This, like, I mean, as we record this, it's the, it's February, and we just had the ice storm, whatever the hell you wanted to call the what, what just happened here in Texas. It was, it was just cold. Ice. It, it was cold, right? Yeah. It doesn't need a name, right? And um, well, no, because it's not a bit, but it would like it wasn't that big of a storm, but yet everybody freaked right. the hell out. It was That's Snowmageddon. No, it was Snowmageddon in twenty twenty one. So just, just some snow and ice. Yeah, it's snow okay. and ice. So, but it's like you're sitting outside. Like right now, it's in the forties. Like I could go sit outside. Oh, definitely not in the forties. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's actually forty five right now. Thank you. Anyway, carrying on. So I would go sit out in like thirties to forties. Sit outside on the patio, light a fire, have fun, and just sit there and drink this. And it would keep me warm, and it would be great. Uh, now that being said, I don't think I'd put it on ice. I like it infinitely better neat. So I wholeheartedly agree. I like it neat, but that ice, I taste nothing but pears. In fact, if you pureed a pear and had me drink that or this, I'm not sure I could tell the difference. That was all pear on ice. That's what I tasted. I think it the better. I love pears. That was soup. Yeah, I I got a lot of pear on that. Well, on ice, I will. I'll. That's good. I will give this to the rest. I won't drink it on ice. That's not. That's. It's not good. Better the other way, huh? It's just a, it's borderline not good. Sweet. The ice the ice knocked 
all flavor profiles. For me, the nice the ice knocked all flavor profiles out of it, except for maybe a little bit of the rye sweetness. But like that cinnamon, that spicy, gone. I tend to actually agree with it's, you on this one. It's a uh, if I would drink this, it's going to be straight up neat, and it it's going to be like room temperature. I don't even want it chilled. Like I want it, I want it personally, if I drank this, it would be room temperature. It would be a finger or two fingers. There would be no ice. There would be no water. It would take me. I'm not a heavy drinker. I'm not a fast drinker. It would take me an hour to get through one or two fingers, if not longer. I mean, it is a social end of the day, knock the edge off. I'm not looking to get obliterated. I'm not looking to get drunk. I'm looking to enjoy something that is is very I mean it's a high end yeah it's a high end whiskey it's it's really it's it's quite tasty you got to be in the right mood it's got to be in the right but this is the first one that we've had even with the balconis cuz the balconis I thought got better on ice because it knocked some of the edge off of it i think this got worse on ice to the point where like it almost for me it almost killed it yeah um so that would be my thoughts on it no i like i honestly this is one of the few times I absolutely completely agree with you. Like it's I, I, like it was infinitely better to me with it. Cause it took away that, that, that good feeling of the burn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because I mean the, the, the water evaporates the alcohol, this right, type of stuff. Right. Um, and then some of those, like that, the flavor profiles that I enjoyed in the, in the neat just, just went away. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not like it's like rock gut when, when you put it on ice, it's almost, there's a certain aspect that almost made it how like thicker and syrupier, you know? Yeah. It just, it, it dulled the flavors that we've been talking about and it brought out the double rye that Ryan brought up and you still got the spice on the lips. Um, it just, it, it kind of just was, it was underwhelming to be a hundred percent honest. Uh, once you put it on ice and, that happens, I guess, with some things, and, and Ryan's doing some weird things with the bottles. But did you no, talk about sediment in the bottom? Oh, See a little sediment filter. down there. Oh yeah. Did you talk about the exact region this one was from? I know you talked about regions. Colorado that Springs. Were... Yeah, Colorado Springs is where this is out of. Okay, so okay. that's relative. And, and this is um, uh, almost like the bottled and bond series is where it, you know everything is harvested there, everything is made there. It's all made in one kind of deal. So. It, it's their own mash and their own batch and everything that they put through. So they don't source it or anything like that. And everything comes from that region, which once again, going back to the whole region type of conversation where that stuff matters, right? Altitude matters and the water matters. It all, it all matters. I'd be fascinated to see what, uh, like uh, as the, I had the quote unquote chemistry degree back in the day, I want to know what the distillation process, what it changes at that altitude. Sure. If there is any change in it. That's, that's and a- then even the, like, because like with our scotches and things like that, that's relatively at, at sea level. In the highlands, of course, yeah, there's right. they're higher, but like the space side and stuff like that, relatively at sea level. And I know there's variance. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hammer me on it. But like that is at what? 8,000, 9,000 foot. So would you anticipate that being faster or slower? Uh, slower or different, different, um, different boiling points. Like, so the right. boiling point's higher. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So go up higher. You're gonna have to can you have to boil it to distill it. Now the evaporation point may be different too because it is a that's another aspect of it too is like it's a high desert, right? So there's there's no water in the air. It's in that rain shadow, so to speak. I, don't, I mean, y'all are talking. He's using me. big words, right? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm evaporation. Following. It's not a big word. I'm following what he's saying. I I I track it. 
Uh, I don't know. It's just, just interesting to me, and I don't know anything about it. So it's like either. there's no. It's just a. Like, I think I that would be a, a fantastic. You know, if we probably should come up with that at least read on it and see if what that does, so that we can bring it to the table next time. That uh, sure, because I know Ryan's going to bring another high proof. Um, you know, that's just that's, that's how he rolls. That's his. That's his. Well, Ryan's also not a flavor. The flavor of the week. The flavor of the week is the wrong adjective. Uh, Ryan is definitely. He goes down trails. He goes down mm-hmm. paths, uh, and his palate follows that. And Correct. currently, the palate that he is on right now is these high proof, kind of kicky in the face mm-hmm. whiskeys. I blame the Tates on that one. Uh, maybe. I. I mean, there's. The- I think there's a lot of people to blame on it, but at the same time, <laughs> a lot of blame to go around. Yes. I think, but that's just. I mean. I don't want to say he's going to come out of it, but he's right. going to go down this path. He's going to experience it. And it's also what makes why he's got 71 whiskeys in his uh, front room is because he does go down these paths um, and then he'll go down another path at some point. And this is the path that we're on right now. So I think it, this is not the last it, high proof that we're going to it's, see. It's the evolution of the whole deal because what, what I'm trying to – some of the things that I'm trying to figure out, is, which is interesting, and JJ kind of alluded to it already, is that – so if you if we just put in the four that we spoke of, so this HR two ninety one, the Balconies Brimstone, which was one twenty five ish proof, the they're all in the same area. The the barrel dovetail, and then the horse soldier, right? Like so, the interesting thing is to me is that we have there. That's four whiskeys within the same realm of proof wise, but to me. This HR two ninety one, and then the horse soldier are those were to me those are fantastic. Mm-hmm. To where that that the brimstone, the Balcones brimstone, I thought was good, but out of those four, I would put that ranked number four. So, so it's just interesting because you can have a high proof, and this is a great example. You can have a high proof that's actually really tasty and good. Or you can have a high proof that's just absolutely terrible. It's rocket fuel. Which is that barrel dovetail to me, this is my opinion, obviously. That is horrible. So that would so, be number four. That would be number four. You're correct. Yeah, the brimstone will come in at, at a close three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so for, for me, this tastes a lot more like a, a hundred proof, like a bottle to bond, which is, I mean, that's that, that 80 to 100 proof from the, the scotch to Irish scotch slash. That hunter proof, I, I I enjoy that, and like you know, hundred and ten that range. But like yeah. this, this tastes like that in that range for yeah. me. It's like the flavor profiles come out in that range for this one, and I, I would be interested because I'm not normally a rye. We've had a couple ryes like the the H Taylor rye and stuff like that, and it was yeah, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I got Angela's going to stab you in the throat, which is, but here. <laughs> Stand by what you said, bro. I know. E.H. Look, Taylor. I, look, I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm just saying this is a hell of a lot better. The okay. E.H. Taylor is my is it's my favorite, and it it hurts to say the E.H. Taylor rye is horrible. Yeah, but that was horrible. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Well, okay. So so let's wrap it up. We've got it. We're, we'll we'll do it our so, as do as we normally do. Yes, sir. Tongue tied there for a second. <laughs> Maybe it's the seventeen. <laughs> well, I've done a pretty good job of, and I'm for full disclosure. Once again, I told people. Once again, I put this on ice. 
I tasted it one time, and I told everybody on air I was not going to finish it, and I am not going to finish it. I will gladly give it to Ryan, Ryan or, or give it to JJ. I'm at home, so I'll finish it. Yeah, Ryan. This doesn't it. matter if I was in my own house. I'm not finishing that because it's it doesn't I, it doesn't taste. It's a neat good. whiskey. Like, like there's very few like the the Glenfiddich we did. Yeah, it's a neat whiskey to me. I, and I take the Glenfiddich we did that two episodes ago. We did it on this same day. I enjoyed that whiskey. I finished that whiskey. We did Presidente before this. Presidente wasn't as good. And so I didn't finish it. And then I, I'm holding true to who I am. But we'll start Ryan first here, okay, sure. as opposed to JJ. Um, we've evolved it a little bit, but you have a wide range of human. They right. could have no money. They could have lots of money. What would you tell them about this and why? So the beauty of this one uh, that's different than most of the high proofs is the high rye portion. So you actually get a two for one out of this one. You you definitely have folks that like their rye whiskey, and I'm not a huge rye whiskey guy, but you have folks that will enjoy their rye whiskeys. You have folks that enjoy their regular standard bourbon whiskeys, which is more of me. To me, uh, the beauty on this one, which you could go with that homeless person or that millionaire fo- person that you're talking to, is that... You've got a good combination of both worlds into this one. The high rye gives you the sweetness. However, you still have the 126.8 proof on it, which is, that is steep. I mean, that's that's pretty damn steep. So to me, the beauty of having both, the high rye, which brings sweet, the high proof, which gives you the kick in the teeth really quick, I would suggest both folks try this one. However... There's got to be a caveat to this one. There's got to be an asterisk. <laughs> you've you've got to be ready for it, and you've got to understand that this is like a – it's a tough day. I need to have a, a couple of sips and go to bed or whatever it may be. This is not a three buddies are going to sit around outside and kick a half a bottle or three-quarters of a bottle because you will be shit-faced in no time. Well, it's also – we didn't talk about it, but because I was looking at it, it's also over a hundred dollar bottle. Yes, sir. Yeah, like this anywhere is, between like a hundred and hundred fifty is where so I this, found this bottle. Yeah, at, this so. price point is not something yeah. that you're just walking in like, let me grab and rock and roll. So, right. Sorry, yeah. keep no, going. No, you want you want to. It's a I want to share this with my friends, but I either want to share it as in like, hey, take a taste of this, or hey, have a taste of this and then go home and have a good night. You know what I mean? Kind of deal. This isn't a something we're going to sit around and pass the bottle for an hour or two because none of us are going to make it that no. long. So. so, I mean, I look at it similar. I'll dovetail with that. So I see this more as sitting by a campfire, six to 10 people that are drinking. If you plan on drinking the bottle, and that's like, this is... This is not a an immature drinker's no, sir. liquor, right? And it's not one of those no, things. Sir. You're not going to do shots of this. You're not going to. This is not the party. This is not. You may not have money, or like if you want to develop a taste for alcohols, I don't know that I would start this right after college with like the first like thing. You know, sure. like this is not where I would go uh-huh. with that. So. But if you're starting to develop the palate, like Evan, a year ago, a year and a half ago, whenever we started this thing. If we'd have thrown that at him, he would have puked. That's probably an exaggeration. First off, puke, no. Would I have hated it? Probably yes. And, and a year later, you don't hate it. You actually enjoy it neat. It's not my and, turn yet. And like, and, and like even a year and a half ago, it's like, ah, the only thing I, I've got to pour a ton of water in this, or I've got to throw like soda water in this. I've got to do something else. So it's, this is the evolution of tasting, and mm. I think that's even the high proof 
side of this. Like no matter where you're at, whether you're a millionaire or a, or a pauper, like like you need to develop a taste for whiskeys and stuff like that with that. Now, that being said, if you've got six people and like if we were sitting outside Tuesday night or Thursday night when it wasn't snowing and raining and all that stuff and like sit by the campfire with this, like we all have a glass of that. I'm going to sit there and drink that the rest of the night and just shoot the shit. Yeah, be done. So that's, that's that type. That's what it is to me. That type of hunting campfire, like that type of stuff. I'm down with the hunting part. Yeah. But so it's like that sitting there after a day and just talking about life and you may not kill the bottle that night. And that shouldn't be the goal, which a lot of times at the immature side of life, you're going to try to kill the bottle. Amen. Hmm. So, I mean, I've, I've made it known. Neat is the way. I think I'm going to do a neat social, not to play a pun on words, a neat social experiment as I am supposed to go and see some friends that are not on this podcast later today. And I may swing by, um, I may swing by the liquor store and grab this, um, can you pick this up normally? Is this- yeah, can you get this at a normal liquor store? Or get, you know, what, what do you... Uh, honestly, I wish I could tell you, but I can't. Because okay. Because I've, I've not... Uh, like I said, I have not purchased these two. These were gifts to me. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 may, I may look at that social experiment. But um, to me, telling talking to either person, the other end, of the, it's a... It, this is a social drink. Um, this is not a drink to get drunk. Uh, though you will get drunk. Um, that shouldn't be the goal. This is a drink of, man, sophistication is way too high, but I think the the idea of what I'm trying to get across is right. This is a drink of of maturity. There's sure. a better Mature word. Palate. It's It's not even palate. This is a maturity as far as, this is a bottle that's $150. Um you want to savior it, you damn sure are not going to mix it with anything. Um, you want to taste all of it. This is just, you're not going to shoot it. It's just a mature drink in general. Um, I think JJ is 100% correct on the fact that it's not a rookie's drink. If mm. you're 23 years old and you're used to drinking, you know, bottom of the barrel type stuff or mixers, not where you want to go to. Right. I would just tell you go somewhere else. Um, if you've got a lot of money and you're used to drinking higher end stuff, I would tell you, go try to, you know, get your hands on this. Cause one, if you're drinking higher end stuff, you're probably not drinking high proof stuff quite often. Um, true. And then my third head, cause I always like to try to give people pathways is, <laughs> um, if you are thinking you want to dabble in the high proof world, and like, hey, I want to drink something that's over 100 or over 115. I think mm. this is a great place to start, in all honesty, because of the flavor profiles. And it's not going to scare you off, as opposed to that Balcones that we had. Yeah, That would scare you off immediately. For sure. Because it's so harsh. This is not very harsh. So that's that's my um, my thought process on It's it. a double rye. I mean, folks that like their rye, they like their ryes because they have the sweetness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, it's double yeah, so it's so pretty good. It, it's a lot in there, but uh, there's no doubt that uh, HR two ninety one. It's 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 a good whiskey. I brought it to the table because I really wanted to torture punish Evan. and torture Evan a little bit, and uh, I totally failed. So I will continue in my search of high proofs to make <laughs> sure I can do that to him next uh, time. <laughs> well, you know, though I'm, I'm good with you not punishing him that much. No, boys, I think this is just the the path that we're on. It's on that note, on, boys. 
This is the episode of trying to torture Evan, and you failed. <clears throat> we hope to see all of you, not see, we hope to speak to all of you again <sighs> soon. This is Evan signing off. Have a glorious day. Drink some whiskey. <laughs>